The Joker by Scott Leopold Chapter 2 Facebook message from Tyler Hey Brooke, it was awesome seeing you at the reunion last night. What a blast. I'm feeling today big time, smiley face. How are you feeling? Facebook message from Brooke I'm feeling it today too. Do you remember Matt talking about starting a sexual revolution? WTF! I guess some things never change, smiley face. Facebook message from Tyler. OMG, Matt was so drunk. What are you doing today? Facebook message from Brooke. I need to meet my dad for dinner, but I'm so sick. I can't get out of bed. Ugh. Facebook message from Tyler. I know, it's two in the afternoon and I haven't got out of bed yet. Facebook message from Tyler. How was dinner with your dad? Facebook message from Brooke. I didn't make it. Frown. I'm too hungover. Facebook message from Tyler. That sucks. I just took a sleeping pill and I'm about to go night night. LOL. I'll talk to you in the morning, smiley face. Facebook message from Brooke. Good night. Smiley face. Facebook message from Tyler. Good morning. Have you ever heard the song A Lot of Things Different by Kenny Chesney? I can't get it out of my head. Facebook message from Brooke. Yes, I love that song. Facebook message from Tyler. Do you have any regrets? Facebook message from Brooke. Maybe. Facebook message from Tyler. Not pursuing you in college was one of my biggest regrets. Facebook message from Brooke. Well, that was a long time ago, and we were different people then. Facebook message from Tyler. Sometimes I feel like I was invisible in college. I was so shy back then. Frown. Facebook message from Brooklyn. I know, I always thought you were cute, but you never seem interested in me. Facebook message from Tyler. Really? I had no idea. Facebook message from Brooke. Yes, ding dong. Facebook message from Tyler. I'm blushing, lol. Facebook message from Brooke. I was thinking about you last night. Facebook message from Tyler. I was thinking about you too. Guess what? Facebook message from Brooke. What? Facebook message from Tyler. I wrote a book. Facebook message from Brooklyn. Seriously? I didn't know you were a writer. I want to read it. Is it published? Facebook message from Tyler. Not yet. It needs a lot of editing still. Facebook message from Brooke. How long did it take you to write it? Facebook message from Tyler. I've been working on it for years, but it's finally done. I need someone to edit it now. I'll email you the first two chapters tonight. Thanks for reading it, smiley face. Facebook message from Brooke. Absolutely. I'm a reader. Love to edit, too. I'll edit it for you. I will have a beer and read it tonight. Can't wait. I want to write about my dysfunctional childhood, but never seem to have the time. Facebook message from Tyler. 
The story you are reading is my fucked up childhood wrapped up in a crazy fictional twist. It gets really crazy, and a lot of it's true. Facebook message from Brooke. I can't wait. Are your parents still living? Mine continue to be absolutely crazy, especially the last three years. I want to get it down on paper, but I don't know where to begin. Maybe reading yours will help me get started. Facebook message from Tyler. You should record your thoughts and stories. That's what I did. Then I wrote from that. My mom overdosed on pills two years ago and died. That's when I started the book. I think I needed to get stuff out. Smiley face. My dad's still alive, but he's a mess. Facebook message from Brooke. I'm sorry about your mom. Frown. Both my parents are a mess. My brother, too. I thought I came to terms with it, but I'm not so sure. Sometimes it all still feels so crazy. I'm trying to protect my kids from all of it. By the way, your girls are precious. Facebook message from Tyler. I know the feeling. I do everything to protect my kids from the crap I went through at the expense of my own happiness. I thought I was dealing with things well until my mom died. It brought back a lot of stuff. Facebook message from Brooke. Wow. Just read. At lunch. Now. Okay, give me chapter three. I'm hooked. Was Sawyer the guy in chapter one? The one in the dream? Well, I think it was a dream. Facebook message from Tyler. Thanks. Yes, that was Ty- was Sawyer. Smiley face. I will send you chapter three through six when I get home from work tonight. Facebook message from Brooke. Oh, okay. I will read them tonight and give you feedback. What I've read so far makes me want to know more. I want to take your first million. Ha <laughs> ha. Facebook message, Tyler. I will send you chapters six or seven and eight this weekend. It's about Sawyer meeting the love of his life. Do you want me to send you the word version so you can put your notes there? Facebook message, Brooke. Sure. Facebook message, Brooke. I finished chapter seven. You're on to something. It's good. I really like it. I love the story. We need to meet in person and talk about the book. Send me the rest. By the way, who was the love of your life? Kim? Sorry, I meant Sawyer's love. Smiley face. Facebook message from Tyler. LOL. You will have to keep reading to find out. Smiley face. Facebook message. Brooke. OMG. Chapter 8 was the best. Very well written. Wouldn't change a thing. Does Sawyer get married? Facebook message from Tyler. You need to keep reading. I don't want to spoil it for you. By the way, I just emailed you the rest of the book. Facebook message from Brooke. I'm about halfway done with the book now. It's really good, Tyler. It makes me feel. And that's what good writers do. I feel for Sawyer and I want to know more about what happened to him. It makes me think of all the boundaries that were not upheld and respected in my upbringing. I think when kids do when kids do not see adults respecting boundaries, it affects them deeply and the choices they make as teens and adults. Okay, I'm rambling. Facebook message, Brooke. I wanted to say hi. 
I'm sure you're busy with you girls. Reading your book has brought back some memories of my own. Keep writing. Let me know if you need anything. Facebook message, Tyler. I really want to thank you again for reading my book and sending me feedback. You have no idea how much this is helping me. Have you read chapter 10 yet? It's very intense. Facebook message, Brooke. Yes. Remember the noble Romans? I spent a lot of time there. So did my parents in the bar. We lived in the poor Williams Creek where my parents drank almost every night and on weekends the house turned into Swingerville or where fights broke out. If you need any good stories, let me know. Ironically, I spent most of my time in the creek or in the woods or at my grandma's. I have a lot in common with Sawyer. Facebook message from Tyler. I'm sorry you had to experience that as a kid. It's crazy how these things affect us. You will like the rest of the book, but I'm not sure about the ending. Facebook message from Brooke. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Did you have a first love in high school, like your character Sawyer? Facebook message from Tyler. Kim was the first girl I ever dated. We met my senior year in college. Facebook message, Brooke. What? You weren't a virgin, were you? Facebook message from Tyler. LOL, no. I had my share of hookups. They were just never serious enough to turn into something steady. Facebook message, Brooke. The first time I ever met you, I thought you were cute and nice. How gay is that? I think we were at a party. Maybe at one of, our, of your fraternity parties. Facebook message, Tyler. Smiley face. Facebook message, Brooke. Kind of wish I had known some of this stuff about you in college. I always thought I was the only one going through crap. Life is funny. Glad we reconnected. Facebook message, Tyler. Yes, me too. I think a lot of us were going through stuff, but we didn't tell anyone. Facebook message, Brooke. True. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. My dad just called drunk, screaming and crying. He shot all his turkeys and goats to put them out of their misery. When does the drama end? Did, the dra- did it finally end for you? Facebook message, Tyler. When our dysfunctional parents start to die off, it gets less crazy. But you actually miss them. I think you have to embrace them for who they are, smiley face. There was something in their past that made them that way, just like things in our past make us the way we are. Facebook message, Brooke. Yes, I know. Didn't mean to dump. Just funny how as much as things change, they stay the same. By the way, did you end up in a foster home like Sawyer? You don't have to share that info with me if you don't want to. Facebook message, Tyler. It's complicated. Facebook message, Brooke. I'm sorry. I don't know about the rest of your life, but you have a great story just about you. What you went through. I think you need to consider a memoir for your next book. Facebook message from Tyler. Thanks for saying that, smiley face. What I wanted to tell Tyler, but didn't, was how Jack and I were having problems.
how we were sleeping in separate rooms, how I was miserable. I hardly ever see him anymore. It's like we are roommates. We are to, when we are together, he makes me feel like I'm not good enough for him. He wants me to dress and act a certain way. It's like he wants me to be someone else. I want him to love me for who I am. Jack and I haven't had sex in over a year. It's been so long he's stopped complaining. He used to jerk off in private, but now he does it in the open. I even walked on him, walked in on him once. Disgusting. I think it's his way of getting back at me. I don't know if I'm in love with Jack anymore. I mean, I love him, but I don't feel it like I once did. Even when we're together, I feel like he's miles away. He sits there for hours playing on his laptop. When I think about what triggered all of this, I realize it all started when we were trying to have kids. Jack wanted children, and I wasn't sure I was ready yet. When I told him, he got upset. Then he became cold. So I agreed to have children. Instantly, it was I was back in Jack's good graces. I craved the attention. In a few months, I got pregnant, and Jack was full of excitement. He brought me fresh Casablanca lilies, my favorite flower, almost every day. I was again the center of his attention. Then I had a miscarriage. When I told him, I could see how disappointed he was. He attempted to mask his feelings, but my words crushed his spirits. Shortly after, he took a new job that required him to travel. We went weeks without seeing each other. I desperately wanted our marriage to work, so I tried hard to get pregnant. I read fertility books, took all the right vitamins, and made sure we had sex when I was ovulating. After months of trying, I got sick as a dog one morning. I was nauseous and I couldn't keep my breakfast down. As I suspected, the pregnancy test proved I was pregnant again. Excited to tell Jack the news, I called him. He was in Tampa for work. He answered his phone but didn't say hello, which I thought was odd. I kept calling his name, but he wouldn't say anything. I heard voices in the background, and then I heard Jack. Things aren't good between Brooke and I. We're so different. I want kids, and she could care less. And sex? We hardly ever have it. And when we do, it's out of obligation. It's gotten so bad, I have trouble even getting aroused. Jack's words hit me like a car wreck, totally unexpected, then painful as hell. I then heard a fuzzy voice say what sounded like, That's so sad. It was so distorted by the background noise, I couldn't tell if the voice was that of a man or of a woman. Then the line went dead. I wondered if Jack was having an affair. I couldn't believe what I heard. To this day, I don't know if he had an affair or not, but I decided not to tell him about the baby until I knew what was going on. When he came home from his trip, I didn't confront him about it. I was warm and affectionate to him instead. I even made him a nice dinner and offered to rub his back. Jack told me he had to go out to a work thing, which meant he was going out with his friends. I begged him to stay. When he looked at me, I knew what he was thinking. Why am I even married to her if she can't have kids? 
When I went to kiss him, he quickly turned and hugged me like he was placating a child. When he got home later that night, he slept in the guest room using the I didn't want to wake you up as an excuse. The next day, he was off to Tampa again for work. I struggled with the thought of having this child. I now secretly hoped for a miscarriage. Over the next two months, I had no miscarriage. This time it stuck. I should have been happy. Instead, I was depressed. I wasn't sure I wanted to have Jack's child in me. When Jack opted to stay the weekends in Tampa instead of coming home, I no longer wanted to be pregnant, so I had an abortion. I have told no one about this, not even Jack, especially Jack. I know this is a sin, and I wish I had never gone through with it, but I felt I had no other choice at the time. I was so ashamed of what I did, I thought about killing myself. I begged my doctor to put me on antidepressants, which helped mask my pain for a while. Here it is ten years later, and I still can't escape the guilt of what I did. If Jack ever found out, I don't know what he would do.